This episode of Geekville Radio is dedicated to the memory of the late, great Carl Weathers. Geekville Radio. What you did was a miracle. You're the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I want you to know that, Stallion. Do I look lucky? Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Geeks and Geekettes, this is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio. This one's only going to have one subject. The goal this year for me has been to do shows a bit more often that maybe not, might not be as long. One, maybe two subjects, shorter and sweeter, and that would mean hopefully getting shows out more often, because I know I've been behind in getting some of these shows out here, So, but that's... This new era should be different, and we'll see how it goes here. We're in early February in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is number 344 in your hymnals, or if you just go to geekvilleradio.com slash 344, you can find the show notes for this episode. We are going to pay tribute, as the lead-in said, to the career of the late, great actor Carl Weathers. Because I really think he is one of those actors where, and he was very versatile, of course. Uh, he did drama, he did comedy, he did TV, did a lot of TV, actually, as well as movies. He'd done science fiction and, of course, comedy. I mean, two of his probably most remembered roles are very, very different. I mean, he's probably always going to be best known for being Apollo Creed in the Rocky films. And a lot of people remember him from Happy Gilmore, which was a straight-up comedy role. And, of course, most recently, he was the recurring character of Grief Karga in Star Wars The Mandalorian. And I still remember when it was revealed that he was cast in The Mandalorian as basically the bounty hunter guild leader or master, whatever word you want to say. I thought, oh, that's perfect. Because he, he is... Absolutely perfect for that role. And I still think he was the perfect cast for that role. I mean, who better to lead your guild of badasses than a guy who's specialized in playing badasses and intelligent ones at that? But we did assemble a list here of roles that Carl had over the years. And this is a good, but by no means definitive list of the work he's done over the years. And if you have any other things you'd like to mention about the career of the Lake Ray Carl Weathers, we're all ears. Geekvilleradio.com. Social media is Geekville Radio as well. Now, before getting into acting, Carl actually was a pro football player. He was in the NFL for a season or two and was in the Canadian Football Leagues. He played a season with the Oakland Raiders. And for those of you who may not know football that well, yes, that's the same Raiders that today are the Las Vegas Raiders. If I recall correctly, they were the Oakland Raiders, then they were the LA Raiders, and then I think they went back to being the Oakland Raiders, and now they're the Las Vegas Raiders, the wonderful world of sports franchises there. But after being in the NFL for two years, he had started acting in TV shows. According to IMDb, he had roles in Good Times, episodes of Canon with William Conrad. But his breakout role was as the world champion boxer Apollo Creed uh, in Rocky. He was actually in the first four Rocky films. 
the character really did change over time. Uh, for anybody that's watched the Rocky movies, you know this. So here's a little snippets of Carl Weathers over the years as Apollo Creed, just to give you kind of a bit of how the character evolved over the years. We'll go from him as the charismatic world champion to the bad guy and then to kind of the mentor of sorts. In the first movie, he was the world champion, you know, charismatic and, you know, giving the local boy a chance. The Italian stallion. The media will eat it up. Now, who discovered America? An Italian, right? What would be better than to get it on with one of his descendants? And in the second movie, I mean, he is flat out the antagonist in that because he got embarrassed what you did was a miracle you're the luckiest man on the face of the earth i want you to know that stallion Do i look lucky we all, we all saw the end of rocky 2 with the yo adrian you know i did it blah 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 but then in rocky 3 it seems rocky had earned apollo's respect and the two were actually friends by the time rocky 3 comes around now when we fought you had that eye of the tiger man the edge and now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. And then, of course, spoiler alert, he dies in Rocky IV. But just the role of Apollo Creed alone, I think that is one of the great movie characters of all time. Of course, it lives on now with the Creed series of movies with Michael B. Jordan playing his, his son. Now, the next one on the list here uh, is not... A very well-known movie. I'm sure some people have seen it. It's actually got an amazing ensemble cast. And that is 1978's Force 10 from Navarone. This movie was the sequel to the 1961 World War II epic, The Guns of Navarone. And that movie, uh, I mean, it is one of the greatest war films of all time. And I just think out, just flat out, many people will probably tell you it might even be the single greatest war movie of all time, along with stuff like The Longest Day and a few others. I mean, it is one of those Academy Award-winning all-time classics. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the sequel that came out 16, 17 years later, which wasn't nearly as good, but still enjoyable. I mean, Force 10 from Navarone, it was a new cast, obviously, because 17 years different. You can't really cast the same actors and have them still be in World War II being 15 years older. But it does have Robert Shaw in it. There's uh, Richard Keel as well, Barbara Bach, who is a sex symbol in the 70s, and of course, the up-and-coming actor at the time, he was still new to the scene, a guy by the name of Harrison Ford. But here's a little clip from Force 10 of, from Navarone with Carl Weathers and this ensemble cast. I don't want to be a part of any lousy team, Major. I just want some equal consideration. Well, I don't think you're going to get equal consideration from those people back there, do you? I don't care if they're the U.S. Cavalry. Nobody moves until somebody tells me what you're planning to do. We are going to help the partisans blow up a bridge, and then if we're very lucky, we can all go home. Is that a fact? That's the general idea, Sergeant. That's why we came back for Miller here. Yeah, Miller. You didn't give a mother hunch about me, did you? You came back for Miller, but you didn't come back for me, did you? No, we didn't. And that's the first straight answer you've given me. Another classic role of Carl's was about 10 years later, 1987. This is one we all know, Predator, with the other big muscular movie star. Before he worked with Sylvester Stallone, here he works with Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. And this, of course, has the most epic man shake of all time. That's become its own 
meme in recent years, that man shake or bro shake, whatever you want to call it. One of the fun stories about making Predator, I'll have a clip from this here in a moment, was Carl talking about working with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because, of course, somebody who's the stature of Arnold, both in celebrity and just fitness fame, he's basically got a gym that he'll have to carry around with him. Maybe not literally, but I think you get what I mean. He'll he'll have to bring a gym with him everywhere he goes, so he'll have access to all the weights. And here's Carl talking about working with Arnold. And this is an insight to, I think, how alpha males think. Some people might hear this and not quite get it and think, well, why don't they just go to the gym together? That's how a normal person thinks. That might not be how an alpha male thinks. So here's a little bit into the uh, mind of how an alpha male might think. So we go and we're doing the show and doing Predator, and we're down in the jungles of Mexico, and what is there? Arnold carries around about 80,000 pounds of weights with him, right? <laughs> right? And he just takes over a portion of the hotel and sits the weights there. So I'm down there, and I'm with, like, Mr. Universe, Mr. Galaxy, Mr. Everything, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I go, this guy's got the biggest arms in the world now. I got to kind of beef up here. I got to pump up a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, you're a wimp. So yeah. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't there. I would have killed myself. That's right. <laughs> so Arnold's, Arnold's got the gym, and he's going down at, like, 4.30, to work out every day before we go shoot. And I figure if I can sneak in the morning. In the morning. Because we're up at 6 o'clock to go out and right. work out, right? So I decide I'm going to get up a little early. I go in at 4. Well, I find out later that Arnold starts going in at 3.30. I'm going, this is insane. This can't go on. So I figure, okay, I won't get up early, but I'll go down after, or go downstairs after we come back in the evening. I'll go run the hill, which is three and a half miles down and three and a half miles back up. One day I'm running up the hill, and here comes Arnold driving by because he comes in later than me. The next day... Arnold is out running the hill. Oh, yeah. So here we are, these two guys are supposed to be actors, right? And it's this competition. Finally, it's like, come on, truce, Arnold. What you should no do is go out, stand by the hill, wait for him to drive by, and then go back to bed. <laughs> but you're smart. That's why you have this job. That was Carl talking about 1987's Predator. The next role on our list here is a TV role he had for two seasons. It was the final two seasons of the... TV show In the Heat of the Night. Now, I remember the show pretty well because obviously it was late 80s, early 90s. It's actually a, a good look into another character actor who had varying careers over the time because the lead in it was Carol O'Connor, who to this day will probably still be remembered best for being Archie Bunker. But here he went from a sitcom to a very much more, much more serious role in Gillespie in the Heat of the Night. And this was based off the 1960s movie and book. And there were other movies as well, because Sidney Poitier was uh, in the original In the Heat of the Night and had his own spinoffs. And Sidney Poitier was actually uh, an acting hero of Carl Weathers. There was a quote on his IMDb page about how he would go just to watch Sidney Poitier movies. And that's the type of actor he wanted to be. And then he would go on to be another role in a TV show based on one of the movies Sidney did. I don't know if he ever actually worked with Sidney, but he he played Hampton Forbes, who would then go on to be the chief of police. He would replace Gillespie's role. That was, of course, Carol O'Connor's character. He wound up replacing him in that role, and Gillespie went on to do other things. He also had another couple movie roles. They might have been TV movies, but he made the, uh, what was it, Devil's Mountain assault movies with Hulk Hogan. Well, if you probably saw those during the WCW days, because that was around the time Hogan was at the height of his, his NWO stuff. He was also doing movies with these, uh, there was like Assault on Devil's Mountain. There was a few of the, uh, other of those. But Carl worked alongside with him in that. And that brings us to 
one of his more famous modern roles, if you want to call the 90s modern, uh, in Happy Gilmore. Here's one of the scenes where he talks about the loss of his hand to an alligator. I'm the club pro here, Chubbs Peterson. I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally, for free. No. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, I don't. Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damned alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God! Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damned alligator just popped up. Cut me down in my prime. He got me. But I tore one of that bastard's eyes out, though. Look at that. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. And we can't really talk Carl Weathers again without bringing up how great he was as Grief Karga in The Mandalorian. One of my favorite scenes of him was actually in the, the third season. And I, I don't quite get the negativity that was going on with the third season of Mandalorian. I thought the third season was just fine. It was different, yes. It was a bit more episodic and less grand story. Uh, but I thought the individual episodes were very good. Some were better than others, of course. Uh, some were a bit surprising. I believe they killed off Gordon Shard a bit way too easily in that, unless it comes back in a season four of the movie. But I don't want to get too sidetracked on The Mandalorian with this. Let's just enjoy this nice clip of Carla Weathers as grief in one of my favorite scenes in all of The Mandalorian, where he's talking to his old bounty hunting buddies. Boy, don't you know who we are? Come on, Vane. That'll be enough of that. Grief, Karga, my old friend. I knew you wouldn't insult us. Come, join us for a drink. Yeah. Let's continue this conversation back at my office. This is a school. Well, that explains why she wouldn't let me inside. <laughs> I forgot, it was your cut of my boss's treasure that built this saloon. Pirate King Gorian Shard's name is familiar to all in this sector. Come, join me for a drink back at my office. We'll toast to your captain. We drink here. That is a school now. I say it's still a bar. Now bring us a drink. Is there a problem here, Magistrate? Is there a problem here? What do you think? Not if you serve me a drink. Not in my school. Sounds like you went soft. Try me. So we, of course, here at the Geekville Radio Studios, want to send our deepest condolences, thoughts, and prayers uh, to the family of the great Carl Weathers. Uh, he is going to be missed. Uh, obviously, there's going to be more Mandalorian, and unfortunately, Carl will not be in it. Won't be a part of it. Uh, I'd like to think that the Creed movies might have some re renewed interest in his original roles in the 70s and 80s in the Rocky films. And like I said, he could do comedy. He could do drama. He's done science fiction. He can do cheesy action. He can do serious action. Uh, he was just a very versatile actor all around and just seemed to be just a pretty cool cat and all. So that's going to wrap it up here in this little emotional uh, episode of Geekful Radio. We'll be back sooner rather than later. Episode 345, right around the corner. So we're going to shut down the power here. If you need to contact us, you can go to geekfulradio.com. You can 
respond to any of the posts there. We're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Geekville Radio. You can respond there. And of course, you can write us, Seth at geekvilleradio.com or show at geekvilleradio.com for emails. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a review. We're all over the podcast world, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can do a search for Geekville Radio. You can find all of our shows. This show, Examining the Doctor, where myself and Mark Short discuss Doctor Who. We've got Examining the Dead, our mature-themed horror podcast. We've got the Lesson Geek Hall of Fame, as well as Nostalgia Trip. And in the wrestling world, we have classic wrestling memories, where, as the name implies, we talk old-school pro wrestling. Those are all under the Geekville Radio banners. I want to thank you folks for listening. Again, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us feedback. I always welcome feedback, even negative. I always look for ways to make the show better. So we're shutting down the power. We'll talk to you folks again next time. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any products or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts and or guests do not reflect the views of GeekvilleRadio.com, the Wrestling Brethren podcast, family, or any of their affiliates. Some media used in Geekville Radio is the product of their respective copyright holders, all rights reserved. All right, welcome to the post-credits part of the show. That's because I couldn't really think of anywhere else to place this during the regular part. Uh, I once had a dream that involved Carl Weathers, believe it or not. And I know this is going to sound weird, and it is weird. All it was, I had a dream once that I gave Carl Weathers cough syrup. And if there's any meaning to dreams, I sure as heck would like to know what the meaning of that one was. But it's all it really was. I gave cough syrup to Carl Weathers, and he drank it and then described it as, wow, that tastes evil. So yes, I once had a dream that I gave Carl Weathers cough syrup that tasted evil. Too bad I'm never going to be able to tell him that, but the odd things that can come to you in the middle of the night when you're sleeping.